0: Spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state,
1: this is the Gatos & Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Tuesday, U.S. Wednesday. Sports program is brought to you by Parker & Sons Plummet. We'll Let's go. Two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. And
2: also a team lover of U.S. United States wins. They beat Iran one zip. They advance to the knockout stage. Saturday. get to play the Dutch. All right. Orange. Uh, this was a game everybody was watching. We'll touch on it a little bit later. Uh, unfortunately, the uh, American who scored the goal, well, I always say this. he got hit in the grundle. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, I we, was, win,
1: we won. We won. Ha-ha.
2: I was trying to put it delicately, but why Why put it delicately yeah. when you have Chad Benson sitting next right. to you? Right in the grundle, kids. And you know what? It it's worth every second. That's right. He left his
1: grundle in the goal, but he took the glory (laughs) (laughs) with it.
2: Becky Lynn, I was listening to your fantastic newscast about Cochise County. Yes. Now, we know that the board in Cochise County, they don't want to certify the election. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Well, they've been sued now by the Secretary of State's office. They have. So, Cochise County, they need a a lawyer. So, they've hired Cyber Ninja's lawyer. They've hired the the Ninja's attorney, something named Brian Black. Wise man, how would you pronounce the last name? B-L-E-H-M. I'm pronouncing it Brian Bleh. B-L-E? H M. B-L-E like Flem Is it Blem like Flem I'd say Blem. Bleh. Blech. blah. You and blah. Becky Lynn, how this would you pronounce blech. it? I'm Brian. Going, I'm going with like Phlem. B- yeah. Brian Flem. Uh, Brian Blem. <laughs> so, you know, just just to put a little a bow on this, okay? You've got the, the two Republicans. On the Cochise County Board, who do not want to certify this election, they want to nullify every single voter in Cochise County, right? They don't right because they, for one reason or another, and these two are they politicians? They're not supposed to be politicians. I don't.
1: I'm not quite sure what's going on here. Cochise County is doing whatever it is they're they're doing in the way that they want to
2: do it, and I just
1: think, hey, you know what?
2: We're living in their world, kids. I like to call these two board members low IQ anons because they are down the rabbit hole and they don't want to do their job. And so they have actually gone out and hired the cyber ninjas attorney to handle the court case. And they have a county attorney. Well, But
1: they've gone outside. Well, of course, because the county attorney would go, hey, guys, I'm here to tell you what to do. And the right thing to do legally is this. I don't want to hear from that guy. I better hire somebody out who will take my money.
2: How about people who don't want to put through an election because their candidate didn't win, but they're willing to ruin other candidates also in their same party? Yes. If Cochise County does not put this through, guess who doesn't win his election? Tom Horn. Tom Horn, superintendent of public instruction race. He beat Kathy Hoffman. Guess what? Cochise County doesn't go through with this. Kathy Hoffman keeps her job. So you have the two low IQ anons on the board who are, and I don't want to use the term Republican because I don't see them as Republicans. I see them as nuts. Yes. Okay. Uh, So they don't want to put this through and they're going to hand a win to Kathy Hoffman who lost the race. And they're
1: fine with that because huh? Why? they want to make sure that people inside of their county know how absolutely strong they believe in protecting whatever it is that they think they're protecting to probably raise money and hopes and prayers that they think something that has never happened really is going to happen here which is overturning an election or having a new election uh, it ain't going to happen and if you blow that for think about the lawsuits coming from the because if I'm Kelly Ward oh. I, I'm going alright you know if well, hold on a second first of all i'm kelly ward loser secondly aren't you calling and going look you guys can't do this because you're going to take out two people that did win elections and you might blow it for everybody and they're going to go over i which know it
2: would be hilarious it would be hilarious but here's the here's the weird kind of this weird kind of angle in in, in yeah. this story is that guess who's fighting for the votes of those in cochise county Hmm, I would be the governor-elect? Katie Hobbs, the current Secretary of State. By the way, she did not get the majority of votes in Cochise County. No. Cochise County's ruby red, man. Yeah. So you have the governor-elect, a Democrat, who's the current Secretary of State, who's actually trying to get Cochise County to certify the elections so that Carrie Lay could get more votes, so that Tom Horn can get more votes. Tom Moore's going to lose out all these votes. But isn't it amazing? You've got a Democrat in Katie Hobbs who says, okay, listen, I've won the race. Okay. But she lost in Cochise County. So if she just said, you know what, let's ignore Cochise County. Why don't I just ignore it? Because then somebody on my team, like Kathy Hoffman, could run the schools again. She knows she
1: has to do this. Hobbs isn't doing that. No, she knows she has to. She knows she has to confront them, but but Cochise County, they have to do this. Well, I know, and they're not, and they're willing to take whatever repercussions come to them, and let it be, let it play itself Let them go out to jail. Yeah.
2: yeah, they'll put them in jail then. And if they end up
1: losing their elections,
2: that's even more hilarity. It's hilarious. You have Republicans in Cochise County, two of them on the board, that are saying we're not going to certify the elections, and who does that hurt? Well, it hurts every voter in Cochise County, no. and it hurts. It hurts candidates from the Republican Party, and it might actually change a race. Yeah. It might actually change two races. There was like a congressional district, I don't know, six or something like that. And it could change it from a Republican wins to yeah. a Democrat yeah. wins. It's really amazing. This is, and again, this is.
1: Nobody else is doing but theirs. They're the ones who are doing this. Uh, even yesterday, who was it? The Mojave County. They waited, and the guy's like, ah, oh, we were forced into it. I, they held a gun to my head, told me I had to vote for it. Yep. And we had him on the air, and he sounded just like that. And the, 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 the reality is they, they bluffed. Coach East is like, no,
2: we're going to see what you guys are going to do. Well, we put the guy on from Mojave County. Yeah. So they were dragging their feet yesterday on certifying the race. And the one guy, who is it? Ron Gould. Ron Gould. Ron Gould. Ron Gould. So he's like the the head guy in Mojave County on the board. And he goes, I didn't know this until today, but if I don't certify this election, I'm going to jail. First of all, number one, how do you not know the rules? He's like, oh, you guys are serious about that? Uh, Number two, why? What happened in Mojave County? Yeah. That that would make you not want to certify. And we asked him that question. He gave us a bunch of bull crap. And so we pressed him on it. He was saying, well, I'm doing it for the people
1: of uh, Maricopa County because we're standing with them. And And you're like, and all of us, we said the
2: same thing. Well, at the end of the day, you're going to disenfranchise your own people? It, it's amazing. It is amazing. Stay in your own lane. Wise man Steve Zinsmeister. My favorite part of the interview is when you pressed him on what happened in Mojave County, and he basically said, no, everything's good. Yeah, everything's fine. Yeah, we were fine. Our county was good. Well, then why aren't you going to certify the election? And when they keep saying we're doing this in
0: solidarity with Republicans in Maricopa County, look at the Board of Supervisors in Maricopa County. Four
2: out of the five are Republicans. They all voted to certify. Correct. And that's what they should have done. They followed the law. So now the new wrinkle. Cochise County. They met a little while uh, ago to hire an attorney to defend against the lawsuits over the failure to approve the election results. Yeah. And who did they hire? They hired a cyber ninja. Well, if you're going to get
1: something My done God. right and you're going to oh, lose a lot oh, of money.
2: Oh, oh. The ninjas are back, the ninjas, are, Well,
1: the ninjas are kind of... This is the guy that broke the cyber ninjas, right? Because
2: he took all of their money. I think he did. Something named Brian Flem. Brian oh. Flem, Bring in the Flem. Sorry. Brian Black. All right, coming up next: uh, Are those uh, clever a dot signs on the highway actually causing crashes? There's a new report out. I I've hope been not. saying this for years. Yeah, but I, I say been the saying same thing. This for years, trying to be clever, get everybody to
1: look. Okay, I did. Now what? Well, you told me not <laughs> to text and drive, so I can look at your screen.
2: How am I supposed to take a picture of those things? They're exactly. so clever. All right, we'll talk about that next. The Gatos and Chad Show.
0: The Gatos Big Q Poll Question brought to you by your Valley Toyota Dealers.
2: All right, let's check it out. Go to KTAR.com. On the right side of the page is the Gato's Big Q. Big Q. Uh, When did you shop for Christmas? A, Black Friday. Uh, B, Small Business Saturday. C, Cyber Monday. And D, None of the above. The number one answer is none of the above, 83%. Nice job, folks. You're not doing it. You're not getting that Christmas shopping done. You're waiting until the last second. I love it. That's what I do. Uh, I usually don't
1: Christmas shopping. When I was younger... Because my birthday's on the 20th. Yeah. I'm like, why should I Christmas shop for other people? <laughs> uh-huh. My
2: birthday's not here. You got a crappy day for a birthday. I do. I do. Yeah. You share the same birthday as my crazy sister.
1: Yeah, I know. And it's... Uh, uh,
2: <sighs> she hates her birthday. No, she yeah. hates well, she hates her
1: birthday. Well, you know, when I was a kid, it was like, happy birthday, merry Christmas. So I'm like, I'll remember that in June. Yeah, exactly. So my, mom, so my mother used to always have a birthday party for me in October. Okay. You know, because she's like, it's not fair. You know, for she's like, right. the family, we would do something for my birthday close by, but for other kids because they just, oh, it could come, you know, right. Christmas and everything.
2: I'm like, okay. Okay. I love um, that. You know, the uh, dot signs above. Oh, yeah. Are they distractions? Because we'll say 2 million people vaccinated. Remember those? Oh, like, gosh. Like 18 months. I'm glad they're gone. Uh, you know, they're clever, supposedly. And they're up there. It's supposed to get your attention. You know, like not not what you're supposed to be doing, like drive hammered, get nailed. Yes. Okay, that's one of them. Right. So you've seen all these. So now there's a new report. Are these signs distracting you? So have you seen these messages displayed by Dot? Yes, I have. Yes, yes, I have. On Valley Freeways. Yes, I've been there.
1: So they are actually the winners of this year's safety message contest submitted by you, the driver out there.
0: Right. And it's been fun to watch these be submitted. The whole pro- Well, not really. Process. A lot of times they're clever. Some of them are emotional. But they are designed to get your attention while you're driving. The question this morning, could they be a distraction?
2: Yeah, because I've always said they're so good. That I have to take a screenshot of them I have to take a picture And I'm being told don't don't text and drive And then I'm like well don't put that on the highway That's funny I want to tweet that out Sometimes right. to capture their attention. We want them to engage in the message, and we, we want it to resonate.
0: But maybe one of these snaps you out of that routine wow. and makes you think about your own driving behavior.
2: We all know we should wear our seatbelt. We sh- this is uh, Director Doug Gapacy, by the way. That guy. Dot Assistant Communications Director. shouldn't speed. We shouldn't drive impaired. We shouldn't be distracted or text and drive. But... A little reminder never hurts. Okay. So, Chad, okay. do you think those things are distracting? Because I find them... I find, listen, I'm a very good driver. Oh, uh, do uh, so I do.
1: honking and driving I can, in circles around gas um, stations?
2: You're really fantastic. Listen, I'm from New York. If you get in my way, I'm absolutely going to honk you. Might uh, I probably won't flip you the bird because I don't know if you have a gun in your car because this is Arizona. Yeah, we do. Uh, I don't really do that. I don't get into the road rage. But when you're driving your, your two-hour drive home to uh, the Valley of the Dirtness... Dirt people. Uh, dirt people. Do you find those things distracting? They can be in the morning. They're very distracting. Why in the morning?
1: Because I'm usually the only person on the morning, and a couple other people, and it just seems to be there. And coming
2: in, you see a lot more than going towards the valley of the. Dirty and it, it almost makes you want to read them. Yeah, when you really don't need to read them. No, like, like I don't know. For me, I don't need. I don't need to be told. Don't drink and drive. Yeah. And by oh, the wait, way, being high is still driving impaired wait. and stuff like that. Like, who is that supposed? To remind, the person that's drunk, yeah. so you're drunk on the road, and then you read the sign, you're like, oh, crap, I should probably get off the road. Oh, yeah, no. you're driving, you're
1: like, oh, you know what, guys, I was totally going to get just hammered tonight, right. but I saw that that thing says, drive, hammer,
2: get nailed, I'll I'll change try. my Better behavior. Uh, more from uh, Doug uh, Pacey, DOT.
0: Doug Pacey with DOT says, Iowa was the first state to use these overhead signs to put timely, funny, even serious messages on display for drivers. Arizona hopped on board about five years ago.
2: Yeah. I mean, I remember it it's five years ago. You're like, oh, that's kind of well, that's weird. It's a it's almost a funny kind of clever, you know, words that are up there. But I think I think the question is, are these messages effective?
0: The report finds evidence that those behind the wheel find non-traditional safety messages to be effective.
2: So it works. So these these signs work to make you a better driver.
0: All these years later, you still remember Drive hammered, get nailed. But it's not, yeah, but... You remember it. That's the point. So, well, yeah,
1: but that's also the one that was just, that's the one I remember. Uh, I don't remember the stoned one that I just saw in California. They're everywhere, like, getting stoned because they have to remind
2: everybody. Hey, guys, just because it's legal doesn't mean you guys drive around.
1: <laughs> you know, it's like, so, but, the, yeah, the drive hammered get nailed. That one has been around for I, a long time.
2: Yeah. I already know that if you drive hammered, you're going to go to jail. I but, already know that.
0: But it's catchy. It's in your mind. Okay. And maybe somebody who's thinking about going out to drink and they might, maybe they would remember it. Maybe. Is it any more distracting than
2: billboards all up and down the highway? it's uh, a good point because now the billboards, they change they every change, five yeah. seconds. And yeah. there you see Gatos and Chad's face, which is fantastic. And that it would away.
0: disrupt anybody. They, it would be, oh. You would pull over and look and go, oh, my gosh, look at the beauty. And then
2: Look at the gorgeousness of those yeah. youngsters. Yeah. And then they throw up on the ground on the side of the road. You guys smell what's cooking? It's awesomeness of us. All right. So the A dot signs, people say they actually work. Uh I don't really. I I don't know. I don't think they work. I'm not a big fan of them either. I I can go without it. All right. Coming up next, Becky Lynn is going to uh, give us some headlines. Time for her big newscast. Uh Uh-oh. She's going to read the news. She is. You and I, we're going to sit here, interrupt, react to the day's top stories with a little bit of Snark. snark. Next. Arizona's News Station. News Station. KTAR, on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com, and streaming live on the KTAR News app. You're breaking news and traffic now. It's 3.30, and you know what that means. Time for us, Dados Chad. Hello. To hold up the headlines. With those headlines, here's Becky Lynn.
0: The United States men's team beat Iran today. And with that must-win, advance to the knockout round where 16 teams will battle for the World Cup.
2: I'm Will Reeve at the World Cup in Doha, Qatar, where the U.S. men's national team has advanced to the knockout stage after a dramatic 1-0 victory over Iran. The U.S. had to win to advance. Superstar Christian Pulisic delivering a goal late in the first half, getting injured in the process. He did not play the second half as the game tightened up in its frantic final moments. The U.S. will play the Netherlands in the round of 16 on Saturday. Will Reeve, ABC News, Doha. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories.
1: Boom, baby, we're through Saturday 8 a.m. The Dutch.
2: Let's do this. Saturday 8 a.m. That's the next game. yeah this was uh this was a game that was watched by so many people because it was Iran. yeah, you know. And I told
1: you the further we go, the bigger the audience will be. Saturday's audience will be, I'm assuming, quite huge. I'm sure
2: today's was quite large. Yeah, but who cares about the Netherlands? We care about Iran. Those are that's our enemy. That's why we really watched this game. It was it wasn't a it was bigger than a soccer game.
1: Uh, it was more
2: than just a soccer well, game. Well,
1: you know what, and and it is more for us. We tried to make it about the game, which is a, a, we shouldn't have. We should make it about what exactly it is. We what is to, it? What is it? Uh, you know, this is two countries that you they know don't like each other. Yeah, that don't like each other, right. and, and one country who is always out to be the scourge, the only nation on the planet that sponsors terrorism.
2: Right, right. They kill women. Yeah, they kill gay gay people. Yeah. It's a horrendous country,
1: yeah. So, uh, uh, and you know, they had the advantage of the crowd today. I would say sixty percent was uh, people from Iran, but uh, you know, we uh, we got through, and now mm-hmm. we get to play of the Dutch, and it'll be uh, fun. All right, we're holding up the headlines. Well, if you've
0: already gone out and done a little holiday shopping, you are not alone. Dennis Hoffman, economics professor at ASU, says data shows. There's a lot of big spenders in the Valley. that have a ton of cash, unprecedented amount actually, in checking and savings accounts right now. And it's it's pent up from the pandemic. Hoffman says most of the holiday shopping can be expected to come from these pandemic incomes. He says while there are still many selective shoppers this year, most are pinching pennies.
2: Yeah, I mean... It is incredible. There are people out there that are certainly pinching pennies. Uh, gas prices have gone down. That's fantastic. Inflation is still high, but they're still pinching pennies. And then you've got the other half. They have all the money in the world. Yeah, They're going out and spending on everything.
1: You know, it's, it's interesting, too, uh, is the fact that we have this thing now where a lot of people putting on the credit cards and you know as you see rates are going up and that hurts the credit card people who are having holding debt we i think we have the most debt we've ever had now on credit cards Mm. and it's going to get uglier because we're probably going to have to raise rates again
2: i thought it was bad for the economy if we went out and spent money people don't care the government is trying to slow the economy down and we don't have we don't want anything to do with that no we want to spend our money
1: well we're fine if everybody else doesn't spend their money but we want to spend
2: ours holding up the headlines
0: a rail strike deadline is nearing, and experts fear a railroad shutdown could negatively impact the economy. Kristen Benz with KB Advisory Group in Scottsdale tells the Mike Broomhead Show. If there's a rail strike, all bets are off. There's going to be coal in everyone's stocking. It's not going to work. It's That would be very, very, very bad for the U.S. economy, the U.S. consumer, and especially holiday. President Biden is urging Congress to intervene and block the potential strike.
1: Yeah, man. You know, this doesn't happen with Thomas Taylor And he doesn't allow any of that stuff. He'll get off the rail if he has to come get you. But if this happened, it's going to hurt people. Inflation again. Prices are going to go up. It's going to cost $2 billion today. And you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Because why? Well, because your unions get you elected in many places, Democrats. And you're having a Democratic president. that's going to force them to go back to work or else kind of thing.
2: Oh, my Lord. And it's Biden urging Congress to, to get involved. It's like, oh, you get involved. No, why don't you get involved? No, no, you're Congress you get involved. No, you're the president, Just do you what get Reagan involved.
1: Did. You guys get back to work or we're going to fire every one of you. Like
2: he did with the uh trafi- air traffic air controllers. traffic control. Yeah. yeah, we're holding up the headlines. Arizona vote.
0: The Republican-controlled Cochise County Board of Supervisors failed to meet yesterday's deadline to canvass its election results. Instead, it has delayed the canvass vote until Friday. And now, Assistant Secretary of State Allie Bones has a message for the board. This duty to canvass the election results is not a political duty. It is not a choice. It is not a vote necessarily. It is a requirement and the responsibility of the Board of Supervisors in each county to do so. Bones explains her office can't move forward. With the statewide canvas, which needs to be finalized by December 5th until Cochise County certifies
2: its election results. These two losers holding everything up in uh, Cochise County. They're on the board of supervisors, and they have no reason to hold this thing up. But they are. And what they actually did moments ago is they went out and hired the Cyber Ninjas attorney. So it shows you what we're dealing with in Cochise County. We're dealing with two people that are on the board that have now uh, hired somebody that dealt with the ninjas. It just shows you how stupid these two people, just two people on the board in Cochise County, they don't care about any vote or any voter in Cochise County because I'll tell you what, if these votes don't go through, uh, Kathy, be for 6 in Kathy the big Hoffman yeah. is going to keep her job as Secretary of State, uh, excuse me, as Superintendent of Public Instruction. Tom Horn will not end up winning that race because of what Cochise County is doing. Bunch of dopes. Dopes! Holding up the headlines.
0: The top Maricopa County election official wants to bring confidence to Arizona's election process. County Chairman Bill Gates tells the Mike Broomhead Show the midterm election was secure and they know this because of certain tests.
2: Comparing the check-in. So these are the number of
0: people who checked in with the number of votes that were actually counted and was able to establish that those were in alignment. And he addressed Election Day voting machine failures. It went into into that secure ballot box, door three, and those votes were counted. That is a redundancy that's been in place in Maricopa County since
2: 1996. Bowen overstools KTA, our news. Yeah, uh. with all the problems that, you know, Mar- well, the problem that Maricopa County had on election day, it was not good. No one's saying it was good, but it was handled. No one was sent away. No one was told they couldn't vote. No. All you had to do, you showed up there to fill out a ballot. OK, go ahead and fill it out. All right, you're done. All right, put in the tabulation machine. Oh, that doesn't work hey, it's no problem. Here's the backup. We've got a box three. Just put it in. No, I don't want to put it in.
1: Yeah. Well, then you, that's, you that's on you. Every opportunity. Yeah, that's and, on you, Dan. And that's a you thing. At this point, it does Here, it, I'm just curious. Let's just say you did all the things you wanted to do that day. Would you still show up yesterday and griped, whined, and complained <laughs> if your person didn't win because you would have figured out, oh, somebody back there must have cheated. It doesn't matter. Until you snap out of it, nothing is going to make you happy unless your
2: side wins. And let's also remember... Kerry Lake told John McCain Republicans, Don't vote for me. Kelly Ward, head of the Arizona Republican Party in Arizona, told people, Don't drop your ballot in box number three. Those two ladies lost the election for many, many Republicans. They are two total and complete disasters. Maybe two of the dumbest moves in an election in Arizona history. Hey, if you're if you're a McCain Republican, don't vote for me. Hey, you know what? You got your ballot. Hey, don't put it in that box. Yeah, they they literally told people don't you, vote for me. Don't you vote sabotaged Republican. Your own amen. Right there, sabotage. Good word. Sabotaged. That is something we call holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn does her three thirty newscast, but uh, we interrupt. React to the day's top stories, and Chad is. Uh, Snarky. Snarky. All right, coming up next, why some of us are rooting for Iran over the United States. Oh, the horror. Plus, <laughs> Democrats in Arizona, even Democrats in Arizona, are worried about the border. Does that include Katie Hopps? It's all on the way on uh, the very popular, uh, what's the show name here? Uh, Stew and Soup. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. All right, so coming up at 4.05, unfortunately, we're going to have to have another edition. Another mayhem. Midterm Mayhem. mayhem. We thought we were done, but Cochise County is holding everything up. So we will have midterm mayhem. We'll try our hardest. And we will try and answer the question, what happens if Cochise County does not certify their 2022 midterm results? What if they don't do it? Hmm. What would actually happen? Well, I could tell you, two Republicans are going to be ticked off because yeah. they're going to lose their race. That's coming up at four o five. Hopefully, that's the last midterm mayhem. We'll yeah. Have. hopefully, yeah, and then we'll continue along. Ah, indeed, okay.
1: Uh, we got issues at the border. You guys know that. Uh, our Democratic senators are frustrated, as are Democrats now in other states who are chiming off hey you know what this whole get rid of title 42 ain't a good thing kids it's not it's not so title 42 quick reminder uh trump era pandemic uh, uh law that essentially allowed us to expel somebody immediately hmm. for coming here turn them right and, around yeah 2.4 million people that were expelled immediately i mean within 15 minutes they were back over the other side of the border that's going away and now the floodgates are going to open up kelly Cinema both have urged the federal government, don't do it. And if you're going to do it and get rid of it and you have to, figure out something else because we can't handle this.
2: Yeah, I think also, you know, everybody talked about, well, if Katie Hobbs wins, and she did, how is she going to do on the border? Is that something she really cares about? Because I think if you were to put it into, you know, uh, you know top to bottom for Democrats, yeah, is immigration at the top? No, for Republicans is immigration at the top, yeah, pretty much. But here's the argument that I make and have made. Katie Hobbs is a Democrat. Joe Biden's a Democrat. They're on the same team. Maybe Katie Hobbs could get Joe Biden to do something. I don't know. I Probably don't know, not
1: but you know, at least make an effort because and stop blaming Trump,
2: all right? Oh, I think Katie Hobbs has, you know, we had her on the show a couple months ago and she blamed Trump for the border. I think she moved on from that because she realized how silly it sounded. Um, So hopefully that's the case. This is what she said on uh, CNN.
0: Speaking to the president, do you want him to visit the border? Do you think his administration is doing enough when it comes to the border? Uh, I've said this. uh, I don't think they're doing enough. I would love to have them visit and see firsthand uh, the kind of uh, support and relief that folks uh, in these communities need from the federal government.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how Katie Hobbs is going to be on the border. I I really don't. I don't know. But she is a Democrat, and Joe Biden is a Democrat, and maybe he'll listen to a Democrat because he hasn't listened to Ducey. It's because of politics. Yeah. He hasn't. Ducey's complained and complained and complained, and as he as has as every all of the people right on the border.
1: Whether it. they're Democrats or Republicans, they've all complained. Hey, you know what? You guys
2: really need to do something here. Okay, so if all the Democrats are complaining, does that mean something's finally going to get done? Because, like, when you say "get done," I don't know what that means. I I, I just want Biden to do something, and he's done nothing.
1: I don't think anything will get done because what he wants to get done is what Chuck Schumer wants to get done, which is let's give everybody the pathway to citizenship. And once we get all these things sorted out, then we'll take a look at the border. you got to secure the border first before we're talking about any of that other stuff. Yeah, you're not trying to you're not fixing the the you know, it's like so many people are the boat's leaking. Let's bail it out and, and, and find out what's going. No, you go and you fix the leak and then you start bailing it out. You got to stop it from going because otherwise, all you're doing is throwing water out and didn't, trying to and to replace it. It throwing it, but you got to go and stop the leak.
2: Yeah. Uh, Arizona Senator Kirsten Cinema. Fiscal year 2022 saw
0: a record number of encounters at our southwest border, over 2.3 million individuals. While just under half of these migrants were removed under Title 42 authorities, the current system had multiple points of failure throughout the summer. In Arizona, local governments were forced to step in to provide emergency support to avoid street releases, and have reassigned staff from other important roles to help manage the release of migrants from CBP custody.
2: Okay, so so if Cinema and Hobbs and Kelly, all Democrats, team up and try and get through to Joe Biden, in your opinion, what could Biden give them that would make them happy here in Arizona?
1: Well, you've got to give. Uh, uh, you've got to try to get comprehensive reform done. Where you're that's where you're, not going to happen. Then
2: I don't think there's a lot he can. There's got to be something because he's done nothing. There's got to be something. Could it be more Border Patrol agents?
1: Well, they've already got more on the way. I mean, you could try to give them an easier path to expel people outside of the path that they have now. Maybe it's not Title 42, but it's giving the agents more of an opportunity to do quick interviews and then expel. Uh, more judges would be a helper. But, again, this is all Band-Aid on a bullet wound, if you right, will. Right. It's, not, it's not really addressing anything. And I just don't think... This is going to happen until you get big, like until you get the likes of the Schumer's and the Pelosi's and everybody who are going. All right, we
2: do need to fix something. They 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 are not on board, they're and they're quiet. not on board, right? Yeah. Well, because unless nowhere- they
1: get, unless it's all, yeah, we get everybody here, uh, you know, free pathway to citizenship. Or, or,
2: or unless we bus a lot of migrants to them and say, this is, this is a problem. Yeah. Maybe you see it now. Yeah.
1: But, but I just, you know, to them, it's not, it's not a problem. Yeah. Right. None of it's a problem until it affects you. And even at that point in time, uh, you know, it's like.
2: Well, the president should know, you know, people are getting raped and tortured and murdered on their way here. And you've invited that. Yeah, you did. you, you, you invited the them bell. to come here. And some of them aren't getting here. Some of them are dead. And some of them are on their way, and they never
1: make it here, and they're not dead, but they wish they were because the the conditions they're in are
2: horrific. Right. All right, coming up next, well, midterm mayhem. Mayhem. What happens if Cochise County does not certify the election? Hilarity. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Hilarity.